Good morning. Good day, everyone. This is Wednesday, February the 10th, 2021, from the ATL, from Georgia, just outside the perimeter loop going around the city to the connector. We I sent out a tweet earlier. It was a big crash on the connector. It's crazy in the ATL every day with this traffic nonsense, but it is Wednesday. It is a bright, sunny day here, as I promised. As I told you all a few days ago, I told you all today and I told you all yesterday that we will have a special episode video podcast in regards to the Manchester Derby that is coming up between the United Women and the City Women coming up on Friday. It will be Friday afternoon in the USA and in the mor late morning on the LA coast, but it's going to happen, all right? So I brought on, thanks to them, I uh, bless them. <laughs> from the ATL from 9,000 miles away. I bless them for coming on. I have Emma from the Manchester City Women fan cast. I have Mark from the Barmy Army. They have been on the show separately as you hopefully have seen and heard. If you have not, please go back. They, we posted stuff about them earlier this weekend. We posted stuff with them the week before. So please, they are awesome guests. And I said, well, you know what? We're having a Manchester Derby coming up on Friday. Let's bring them together on Wednesday to talk this Derby out. All right. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Emma, for being on today. You're welcome. No problem. All right. Thank you so much. All right. So first and foremost, I don't live in Manchester. Obviously, my voice it shows that I live in the south of the U.S. Uh, I, I live in the U.S. I don't live in Manchester. I've never even been to Manchester, to be honest with you. Um, what does the Manchester Derby mean to Manchester City, Manchester United fans? What does it mean? Emma, ladies first. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to go first. Uh, it's the Manchester Derby. Manchester Derby means everything. Um, Manchester, the football heritage, you know, there's so much football heritage ingrained in this city and it's just a massive action. And, it, it, you know, whether it's men's football, women's football, the unders, the development, it doesn't matter. It's a derby. And I think, you know, blue, red, whatever, it, it's a derby. And it's it's one of the biggest football fixtures on the calendar. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything Emma has said. For me, it's the first fixture I always look for on, on the calendar, be it uh, men's, women's. Uh, but also, it gives you, you know, you've, everyone's got friends who are reds or blues. And if you beat them, it gives you that kind of, you can have a really good weekend while they just have to sit and kind of <laughs> swallow it up a little bit. But it's, it's, it's a local thing. It's, it, United fans want to beat City and City fans want to be United. That's, that's really the bottom line in it all. It's, we just want to beat each other. They're the noisy neighbours the, and they call us the same things back. We just... It's a massive game for both sets of fans. It means a lot to all fans. Has it always been that way? Has it been always a bitter, tense rivalry between the Blues and the Reds, City and United? Has it always been that case? I'd say so. Okay. Especially in the men's game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the men's game, it's 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 a 
it's a proper rivalry. You you ask most Man United fans, you know, mm-hmm. who they want to beat. Liverpool is always mm-hmm. at the very top, but very mm-hmm. close to that is City. And I'm sure it's the same the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think not only that, I think it's really beginning to translate to the... Friday is a, a real in terms of the magnitude and the impact that it could have been. So I think there's more on this than probably what we've seen in previous encounters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we will get to deeper into, into that. Uh, I, I was going to ask, um, I was going to ask, so you, you mentioned Mark and, and Emma, of course, jump in. Um, you mentioned that that if you you everyone has city fans and everyone has united fans uh, i mean friends not fans but friends who are fans of, of the other of the other of the team are you all friends at all before the match <laughs> you just got to let it go you just don't you know you just like uh, i'm going to not answer their text or call them or talk to them for the week before or something like that and then maybe i'll talk to them maybe depending on who wins i'll talk to them after <laughs> my my best friend who now lives in LA mm-hmm. uh, before he before he moved over there he, he was he, li- he obviously lived here and he's a city diehard city fan season ticket holder for for the Etihad and or as it was Main Road and we used to go to the games together and we used to travel down in the same car talking as if nothing had happened but the minute we got into the game didn't speak didn't like him didn't want to know him for 90 mm-hmm. minutes and after that game it was as if the game hadn't happened because for 90 minutes we just didn't like each other right. but after the game it was oh well because usually in those days we beat them so I mm-hmm. had the bragging rights right but in, <laughs> but, in, in but more recent times it became right. the other way around right right but no, do you have any similar experience with that yeah, you, usually if you've if you've got a, a red friend or whatever, they're usually the first phone call you make if <laughs> you know <laughs> if you get the win or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I, I just you know these sort of games are a huge you know it's it's bragging rights. That's what mm-hmm. it's all about. You know, it's mm-hmm. having the, the the sort of bragging rights the next day. You know, might be going into work, might be catching up with your friend the weekend after. But yeah, it's. You know, when it comes down to the 90 minutes, like Mark said, you know, it's it's that sort of love-hate relationship. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of full time, you know, we're all friends again. <laughs> and I think that the rivalry, from what I understand uh, of, of football culture and history, is that because, I mean, it's really different when the rivalry is, is, within diff- is between different cities. If it's like, you know, and particularly I'm going to, we'll mention as it was mentioned before, Manchester United versus Liverpool, and even now Manchester City versus Liverpool. I think there, there, there appears to be, if I'm correct, be a natural rivalry in place between the two cities of Manchester and Liverpool for, multi, for a multitude of historical, cultural, uh, economic, social reasons, a, a, a difference and a natural rivalry there. So anytime any of those teams play against one another, it's going to be, there's a thing. But when it's within the same city, it's like, you know, it's like between different uh, in other football rivalries within the same city, there's there seems to be a political difference between the two sides or a cultural difference between the two sides, a geographic difference, like one side's partly east, the other west, for example. Um, 
you know, um, like for example, in uh, in the Bundesliga, you have Hamburg, which Hamburg has a rivalry with St. Pauli in the same city, and they're both vastly very different politically, culturally, historically, and otherwise, and they're both in the same city, and they have a very intense rivalry. Is that the same thing in Manchester, where that it's not just the teams, but it's like deeper than that. It's cultural, historical, societal, economic, otherwise. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's, I would just say it's, your football team is what you're born with. My, my mum's side of the family, they're all blues. My dad's side are all reds. And it's just, it's just the way it is here. Economically, United are you know United and City the one of the richest clubs in the world. There's there's mm-hmm. no there's no we don't fight over the, the money or that kind of thing. It's just Manchester United versus Manchester City. Manchester, you're either born a blue or you're born a red. That's that's really it, and it's it's down to that. For me, you know, as I said, my mum's side of the family are all blues. My dad's side are all reds. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had some we've had some cracking parties. <laughs> when it's you know when United and City have played each other, mm-hmm. but it's just the way it is. I think it is anyway. I all my friends, most of my friends are all Reds. I have a few that are City fans, mm-hmm. but it's because of their families how it's been passed down. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, uh, Emma, do you have anything to add? Yeah, it's it's funny as well. It's a similar sort of thing, but it's like when you go abroad on holiday you know obviously something we've not done in a while but <laughs> someone you know you say to somebody oh I'm from Manchester usually the first question they ask you oh blue or red you know it's it's that kind of thing it, it trans it's the football thing again the heritage it translates I think through a lot of people you know when you talk about Manchester you talk the first thing people want to know is about the football mm-hmm. yeah um just a really quick story. We'll move, move on. Um, so, uh, you know, in the, in the U.S., because of American football's popularity in the U.S., particularly pro football and college football, my father went to the University of Florida, which has a which University of Florida has a bitter rivalry with the University of Georgia. Well, guess what I did when I grew up? I became a University of Georgia fan. <laughs> even though he went to the, so I have almost been abandoned from the family. So I, I get, you know, I, I get the, the family because he was like, how dare you become a, um, become a Georgia fan. So, and that's a red and blue situation too. All right. So we move on. Let's talk about the game itself. All right. So I want to talk about first the offensive side, uh, the offensive side. And I want to, t- I'm going to ask you both to talk about what you expect uh, both um what you expect from the offenses of your of your perspective uh, teams. Um, also, just to, just to let everyone out there know, is like City is coming off a very big win. They had a big win over the weekend against Arsenal, two to one, uh, in which they essentially, in many ways, had a masterclass tactically. Uh, and pretty much, even though the scoreline says two to one, they actually somewhat dominated the match uh, throughout uh, throughout um, that match. Now, on the other hand, United actually suffered a rather rough, difficult loss to a very resolute, very organized um, team that went out and they necessarily didn't necessarily have a tactical masterclass, but they did had a plan. They stuck to the plan and they came through with the plan. And so United suffered a 2-0 defeat to Reading, which which 
Uh, for those of you who may not know anything about Redding, Redding is one of those very strong mid-table sides that can speak up on you if you're not quite careful. Um, so that's kind of what happened. So United is looking to go to the Derby to basically go um, to, to kind of make a statement like, okay, we're going to come back from this win. And City is trying to keep a run going. They've been on a run of really strong form uh, over the last few weeks. On the offensive side, you know me, I got to look at numbers. Okay, I see the eye test. I can tell you who I think the better offense is on the eye test too. But on the objective side, looking at the numbers, there are five different indicators that I look at. Now, the first one is gonna be how a team sort of develop, gets all of their goal chances. Because as we've talked about before, there are teams that, um, that, that have, will have the possession, but they can't do anything with the ball. Like they'll have 80% possession, but have no opportunities. And then you have teams that get opportunities but can't convert them. So I look at all of those different things. So Emma, I'm gonna start with you. What do you expect out of Manchester City's offense in this match? What do you expect them to do? How do you expect them to perform? Um, I, I would expect to build on from obviously the, the previous performance against Arsenal, I think. Uh, we've been fairly consistent in creating opportunities. Uh, we've obviously used a lot of the width of the pitch uh, through it's of Hemp and, and Chloe Kelly. So I'm expecting much of the same, but I think the battles from United in those areas are going to be really important. Um, they, they'll realize like our game and slow us down and limit our opportunities. So I'm, as, I'm really expecting it to be a really tough game, to be honest, from uh, United. Okay. Mark, what do you what do you expect out of your out of the United squad trying to they got they got clean sheet it on who uh, have you know not picking up even a goal against Reading? What do you expect in this return match in a, in the derby? Yeah, as Emma rightly said, it's it's a massive game uh, and it's going to be a tough game. Like there's going to be no bones about it. Uh, every time we've played City. They've always been really close games. Um, it's been won by the odd goal. It's not been a 4-0, 5-0, or ham it's not been an absolute hammering. It's been the odd goal. And the games, have, as I said, have always been close. For, for us on the on the offensive side, you know, Leah Galton, Kirsty Hansen and Kristen Press, if they're all playing on, on form or whoever's playing on the right for us, then it, is, it will be a tough game. But I don't think it's going to be, personally, I don't think it'll be won in, in on the, I think it'll be won probably in the more of the middle of the park, because I think that's where both teams are probably at the strongest. Okay. So from a stats perspective, I, I'm, I'm going to make some comparisons here. When you look at each team's ability to create chances with, during open play. So when you add up each team's, expected goals plus expected assists per 90 minutes. City has the advantage over United in that regard. And it's a fairly significant advantage, 4.02 to 3.5. So that's, a, that's an advantage there. Also looking at the quality of shots that each offense is able to get when they get one on target against, the, against their opponents. City again comes out on top with an XG on each shot they get on target on the opposing goaltender of 0.42 versus 0.31. So 
there's a, and that gap is also very significant. Now, um, on again, on the next one, where is, is how is each team's ability to convert their goal opportunities, City again is ahead on that count from a count of 7.5 goals over expected goals versus United's 2.6 goals over expected goals. The ability of the opposing, um, the opposing offen offense, well, I'm sorry, the opposing goaltender to stop shots from the other team Again, cities on top in that regard as well, where goalies, uh, goaltenders against city have a situation where they've given up 8.4 more goals than expected goals versus United 0.8. In the last category, again, city comes out on top again, where city has, and this is where the gap is very small. And I think, Mark, this is where the middle of the park comes in play because there's a statistic called shot creating actions which basically is the team's ability in the midfield and in the front in the front third to be able to generate uh, shot creating opportunities. City is ahead only by 0.20. Uh, each team is very close uh, in being able to create shots uh, on target. So the advantage clearly objectively is with City. Is there any disagreement from that of that on a subjective side? City are a very good team. They beat Arsenal on Sunday and it was, as you said, it was a comfortable win. The only thing I would say is that it's a derby. Form and stats <laughs> don't count going into a derby. Anything can happen in a derby. Exactly. It, I knew someone it, was going to bring that out. Yeah, that any, any, <laughs> <laughs> anything can happen. I mean, you know, in the first minute you could get someone sent off it, and then all, all your stats go out. Um it, it the the game will be the game the game itself is massive and as I said it's a derby foot stats just I don't before it, the stats won't make any difference what will happen will happen that's a good point and I mean and I'm the I'm the stats guy I don't I don't trust the eye test but you're absolutely right I mean I I, I mean I haven't been, seen the reason why I rely on stats is because I I haven't watched enough over over my life to say okay that's really good that's not so good this is why it's that good and so forth uh, both offenses are have different are, are different tactically because I mean as we know I mean city's DNA is the possession based you know breaking people down and so forth quick movement one twos things like that crosses into the box those types of, uh, of methods United is a little bit more at times of a little bit more straightforward not as much possession, but more of, you know, attacking straight ahead uh, and getting it to one of the wings and then getting it into the box that way um, and so forth. So there's a slight difference in sort of variation uh, on there. Now, now because you want to, Mark, and I'm just joking around when I say this, man, I'm joking around. If you want to poo-poo the stats, <laughs> let me tell you the only area, the one area, and I want to get both y'all's thoughts on this. The only area, what's the only the only area where their United actually has a statistical advantage is in goaltending conversion. <laughs> goaltending conversion. That is the only statistic. And when I say goaltending conversion, is the goaltender's ability to stop shots based on the quality of the shots that they 
are presented with in terms of looking at the expected post shot goal, uh, expected goals of each shot that comes through uh, and their ability to save it. And that is where there's actually a substantial advantage between the goaltenders in those categories. Um, so, and that's why I tweeted out, I said, who's the better goaltender? Because from a stats perspective, Erps is a better goaltender. But Emma, what do you think? What do you think of Ellie and, and uh, her goaltending uh, prowess in this match? I, again, I, I completely agree with what Mark says. I think stats go right out the window when it comes to Manchester derbies because you can never know what you're going to get. Uh, you know, it's you've got to turn up on the on the day. And uh, you know, as we've seen in the last derby uh, in the WSL, you know, City. You would say City were comfortable heading into you know into the break at two 0 up, but we threw it away. <laughs> you know, we threw it away, and they're the type of games that we get. You know. Nothing really much to separate the two sides. United have proven, you know, that they're a, a really competitive team um, and showing their worth in this league at the moment. So, yeah, in terms of goals, uh, goalkeeping ability, I think, um, again, like you said, there's not too much to separate the two sides. Erps has had a really good season, I think, this season. Uh, certainly much improved. Um it's just the confidence thing with Erps. I feel sometimes when she's pressured, she can make, you know, mistakes, just wrong decisions, but her distribution is fantastic. Um, I, I feel Ellie been fantastic again this season, but, um, you know, we have elite goals. Um, so, again, it's, it's hard to really say. It's a difficult one. Mark? I think they're both very good goalkeepers. Mary is 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 a very good goalkeeper. She's you know she she's she is a great goalkeeper, and so is Ellie Robot. There's there's no doubt about them both. But they've also got in front of them very good defenses, mm -hmm. and I think that that also helps. If if a keeper has a good defense in front of them, they're more confident in keeping clean sheets and and saving shots, and, and that's what it comes down to, to for me. And I, I, because I think, and you're right, I agree with that objectively and uh, subjectively. Both sides have very strong defenses, uh, you know, working in front, working in front of them. And and without going too deep into the numbers uh, on that, you know, City's defense from an objective standpoint is slight is slightly better. Uh, City leads the leads the WSL in um, the lowest number of. Um, shots created uh, or shot creating opportunities um, against them. They also lead in having the lowest um, expected goals against per shot on target. Um, so it's time for lunch. Okay. So um, no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> I, you're, no, don't do that. Okay, Amelia. Okay. My son is here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. So, hi there. Do you, you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> hi. Okay. Uh, Emilio, you need to go and um, go back downstairs. Okay. Go back downstairs, man. Emilio, go back downstairs, dude. Okay. All right. Um, dude. Hello. Hey. Go back downstairs. I, I will be there shortly. Okay. Mommy will be up. Okay. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay, I need to take the dog out. Thank you. Okay. All right. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Just totally. So, what do you? So, we both y'all have strong defenses, um, and we, I'm, I'm assuming both of you expect that the defenses will uh, hold up well, right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so who's your, so, so, uh, so, it's one so, of those things. It's a derby. Anything could happen. It could be anything could happen. Draw. Okay, so that's going to be that's going to be the tagline. It's a derby. Anything could happen. It can. <laughs> the, 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 I, I think. The, I mean, I think the two-two that two-two match that was re referenced was probably the. I watched that match, and I and it was a, I thought one of the best matches of the season. Because I mean, I thought at one point, you know, City was just gonna roll with it, but no, something happened at halftime, and then you know, became an all total reverse. Uh, you know, at the end, it ended up as a two-two draw. Um, but who on the defensive side for both teams, Emma, you can go first. Is your which player on the defensive end is your key player that you're expecting the most of on Friday? Oh, uh, really difficult to say at the moment because, um, you know, we've we've sort of been interchanging between that position. Um, I've been in there for the last two games and, and done really well considering she's moved straight into the starting eleven because we've obviously had a couple of injury concerns. So uh, if if Dalcamp is playing, then, I, you know, I think she could be potentially important to the game. But again, Steph Horton, you know, she's she's not missed a game really I don't think so mm -hmm. she's been integral in terms of defense for City so and obviously a leader on the pitch as well so uh, she plays a, a huge important role for the team. Mark on the United side who on defense is your critical player that's gonna set this set the tone for the defense? You see this is gonna sound like Emma and I've completely rehearsed this because she said her two centre-backs and I'm gonna say our two centre-backs in Amy and Millie. Um, <laughs> It, it is going to. Mm -hmm. It is. It's going to the centre backs are going to be important for us. Completely, mm -hmm. very important. Um, and if if they can play their game, then I, I think we we could do well. All right, I'm going to ask y'all another tough question. Who has the edge in the manager department? Uh, Mark. Well, <laughs> obviously, obviously, I'm going to say Casey. Um, you're going to need to tell us why, though. Um. I, I just think after I think she she doesn't need to motivate the team probably as much after the loss on Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's, that okay. should be enough motivation for the team itself. Okay, Emma, what what do you think? Does Gareth have the manager edge? It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a difficult one to be honest because obviously Gareth's pretty new to this in terms of you know the women's game he's obviously still, still mm -hmm. learning but I really start start to feel that he's really showing uh, that he, he really is having a, a really positive impact on the team and we're really starting to get those performances now out on the pitch so yeah I feel yeah you know Kate is such a been a fantastic manager you know for United though I've got to say really with how she's established herself as probably one of the, you know, the top managers in the league as well. She's done a fantastic job in, in building and progressing United to the team that they are now. And I believe that they'll continue to, to do well, really, under Casey. She's, you know, a really strong, um, strong leader in, in that respect. 
All right. So now we're down to the final question, or maybe the final question, but you know me, I ask a bunch of questions and so forth. Now, with the tagline of this video cast, this podcast, is be it's a derby, anything can happen. But predictive scoreline, Mark, give us a scoreline, give us a prediction. As I said to you on Monday, mm-hmm. head and brain, head and heart are saying two very different things. Heart is going United 2 0, brain is going 2 all. Okay. So which one are you going to go with? You're going to go with the head or you're going to go with the heart? Are you going to go with the rational thinking or are you going to go um, with the emotion? Because it's, it's a derby. Anything can happen. Yeah, no, it, it, it is a derby. Right. Um, and it's a massive derby because if City beat us, they go above us in the league. And if if we beat, if we beat them, we stay above them. It, it, I, I honestly think it will be a draw. I think it will be, okay. be a draw. Too old. There'll be goals. Emma, before you start, I mean, then let me just jump in. I mean, but yeah, I think, Martin, that's so important because what what I didn't mention and should have probably at the open is the fact that that we're talking about one team that is essentially in first place versus a team in third. Um, And but the difference is only two points between the two sides. Uh, And so there could be just a complete jump over uh, depending on who wins or uh, it could, it could knock a uh, city back if they, um, you know, if they, if they don't pick up the in, you know, if it ends up in a draw is still the number, the, at least the one, two, three remains the same, um, you know, at the end of there's a draw. Emma, what is your scoreline prediction? Um, I, I, I don't want to play, I don't want to T2 again, but I certainly don't want to five all either. <laughs> I don't put my In all honesty, um, you know, we need from, we need to sort of of that result and we really need to push on and get a win. Um, I do think there'll be goals uh, and I think it's going to be about 3-1. Okay, so here's my... Well, which I think is, you know, it's the first derby that we're really going to be playing at the Academium. And I think that might be an important factor, don't you think? It's cut off. Be, won't that be an important factor, the fact they're playing at the Academy Stadium versus at the Etihad or versus at the at Lee Village? Do as well, and, and that, you know, we've had... in. My internet is all over the place. Uh, <laughs> so my question was, is it, uh, and, and I didn't hear it, uh, was, is it, I mean, it's a big advantage having this at Academy Stadium, is it not? <clears throat> okay, so I don't know if y'all can still hear, hear. I still got both of you. Yeah, just yeah, absolutely. It's just really laggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's appearing that way. It's okay. All right, it's All right, caught so, up now. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, I just would stop remembering. You know, people are watching this, listening to this. Please forgive us. Please forgive my child who just decided to jump into the recording session. Please, you know, he's seven. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, but I think he actually does know what he's doing. 
you know, he, he knows Zoom calls and uh, very well from virtual school. And, and so he knows that what, what kind of chaos can be, could be brought, uh, you know, when you just randomly do stuff. Okay, so what I was saying, or what my question was earlier, is there a huge advantage with the game being played at Academy Stadium? Yeah, I think so massively. I, I can't remember the stats um, numbers wise, but I think it's 20 odd games where mm -hmm. we've, you know, held a, a home form at the Academy Stadium in the WSL. And we really need to draw on that, you know, the Academy Stadium for us, we, we like to see it as a bit of a fortress. You know, mm -hmm. we don't we don't want oppositions coming to our home and upsetting us. But United will be looking to do that. You know, they'll be looking for a response from their defeat uh, last week. No illusion that they're not going to, you know, really fight hard on on, on uh, Friday night. So we need to just rise to the occasion, do the things that we know we can do well and um, be resolute and, and get the job done. I'm going to show the viewers, I'm going to show the people who are watching this, this sheet of paper. And the sheet of paper has all the ridiculous numbers that no one wants to hear about, uh, you know, uh, about this derby that I put together. So there are 10 categories that I put together, y'all. And in eight of those categories, Manchester City comes out on top. However, that's what the numbers say. And Mark, you're absolutely right. Emma, you're absolutely right. It's a derby. And the numbers don't really yeah, you matter. Just needs to rip them up, Keith. <laughs> like, so we're just, we're just gonna rip it up. <laughs> so we're gonna rip it up. We're gonna tear up the numbers. No more numbers on this. We, they're gone. Okay, they're gone. Look at that. Um, look at these numbers just flying through the air. So with that being said, with that being said, my score prediction based on my based on these numbers being ripped apart uh, is. <laughs> my prediction is, is I am going to predict a city win, uh, and the reason why I'm predicting a city win is I do believe that the city is that is playing at home quote home uh they're playing in the home field uh they are a slightly better side it is a derby i think it is going to be i, I think it's going to be 2-1 i'm leaning almost leaning towards a draw because because i think that that there's going to be a step up in play there's going to be a step up i think there's going to be a message uh that united is going to want to send and they're going to send it I think at the end of the day, though, um, I think they just they're, I think there's going to be too many opportunities, too many weapons on one side. Uh, but I believe, though, United is going to put up a huge, huge fight and is, they're going to be resolute. I, I, I firmly believe they're going to be resolute uh, and is, they're going to make it tough. Um, I think City is going to come out on top at the end, um, but it's going to be a true derby. <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's not going to be easy. An easy um, two one. It's not going to be like what. It's not going to. I mean, seriously, it's not going to be like City versus Arsenal last week, where two one, I think, flattered Arsenal. I mean, it should have been more like three four one, honestly. Uh, the way that was played out. This is going to be a tough nail bite two one, you know, type of thing. Uh, and um, so, you know, not all two one score lines are the same <laughs> at all. You know, is your tough two one where you fought and scratched and did whatever to get a 2-1. And there was, we dominated the game, but we just only got two goals out of it. Uh, and I think it's going to be a... Goal, the, first goal on, the first goal on Friday night is the... Is, I can't tell you how big that goal will be. Whoever scores that, it, yeah. it's just the game. That's the, that's the game for me. Whoever gets the first goal. Mm -hmm. I firmly agree with that, Emma. 
what do you yeah, think? Definitely. Yeah, it sets the tempo for the game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but it goes back to right to the beginning. You know, if United do win us on Friday, Mark will probably be giving me a bell to rub it in at some point. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess so. And I think it'll be vice versa, to be honest. Um, you know, it's over. I know I would, um, you know. Um, so um, with that being said, um, man, I lost in my train of thought again. Uh, my, this train just keeps on running. Um, because as I said before, my, my brain is cottage cheese. Um, so it's cottage cheese is basically Swiss cheese melted on the side of the road in Atlanta on, in August. Um, so, but at the end of the day, though, um, you know, I agree. Anything can happen. It's going to be – I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be – it's a very important game, um, you know, and, you know, and, and it's going to be a showcase for the league. You know, I think that for the neutral, you know, uh, who may have never seen both teams play before, um, you know, I think for the neutrals out there, um, it, it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a show. I mean, it's a big match. And I know Chelsea and Arsenal are playing today. Um, and so forth for, for the pride of London or whatever, um, you know, whatever they're going to call it. And I know that my uh, Rob from Chelsea and, and my new friend uh, working for me for Arsenal is going to be a little mad at me about me saying that, but, you know, they'll forgive me, I think. Um, but it's going to be a great game. I, I hope it's going to be a good one. Uh, it's I, expect a game. It, I expect that it will be. Uh, so um, thank you very much, Mark. Thank you very much, Emma. Uh, for coming on and, and dealing with uh, with uh, multiple interruptions, internet weirdness, and everything else happening. Um, and I got a signal that my internet's unstable again. Um, so thank you very much, Emma and Mark. And with that, my internet is... <laughs> thank you. And with that, I think, I don't know where my internet's at. Sorry, y'all. Um, and so forth. With, but Manchester Burning has to close because my internet's going to blow up into a ball of flame. My internet is literally burning. It's on fire. I, I promise you, if I go downstairs and look at my modem, it's on fire. Right we do <laughs> uh, Because my internet is right now terrible. Okay, I'm very sorry. Um, and so forth. But Manchester Burning has to close out for this afternoon. Uh, on Thursday... Our first feature with a feature guest for Arsenal women is going to be tomorrow uh, and so forth. Check that out. Everything else. So we're going to well, close out. Uh, <laughs> we're going to close out for today. Uh, and uh, hopefully my internet will be still uh, not smoldering. Um, and so if just acknowledge the light that's there, know that the light is out there, know that it's around you, know that and acknowledge the darkness is out there, but do not ever let the darkness hug you, you all. Don't ever let it happen. If it does, get help, get support, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Manchester's burning is out. If my internet is still alive and we're still recording, it's out for today. Thank you.